0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: What's up everybody. This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com leaving Donald W. Reynolds Razorback stadium. Not like I normally do through the stands and everything, but after a loss, nonetheless, What is that feeling you have right now? The swelling in your chest, it's unfamiliar. It's called pride is what it is. And that's what you get after a team like Arkansas plays the number four ranked team in the country, Georgia Bulldogs, they lost 37-10, but it was 10-5 at halftime. For 39 minutes, Arkansas outplayed the number four ranked team in the entire country. Now, there are a lot of things that went into that, obviously, but You don't get to throw a fit after this one. After a four touchdown loss in year two or three, sure, get mad, throw your remote control, whatever. But this year, this is about building and learning and getting some respect back. And Arkansas started to do that. They didn't finish. They'll figure out how to finish games. And they may never beat a team like Georgia this year, but they've taken some steps. And to me, that was an advantage, what they did today. That was things going in the right direction. Now, they didn't finish like you want and Arkansas may end up playing a game this year where they get really close and they don't know yet how to close it out still. And that's all part of the learning process. But to me, Arkansas made you proud, at least for a half today. They, uh, they gave you something to high five about if you can high five with your social distancing and whatnot. So, a lot of things went into it. First of all, Arkansas had to have some things go their way, right? You had to have some positives take place and uh, I think they did that on really throwing the first three punches of the game they had to have some good things happen early on and you know they had that bumper pull that big bumper pull hit on dewan mathis who really didn't play very well and ended up getting replaced for georgia quarterback Uh, you had the 28 yard pass to devion warren that was really huge for him and then the 49 yard pass to Traylon burks now before i get to the other aspects of it we got to talk about Traylon burks right because all week long you know he's kind of been compared to george pickens at Georgia. And there's a lot of Georgia fans that just kind of scoffed that anybody would compare a player to George Pickens. And really, after this one, kind of might feel like maybe George Pickens should be compared to Traylon Burks. That's going to piss off some Georgia fans. (laughs) But let me have that one, okay? They're two very elite wide receivers. And I think Traylon Burks actually proved that today. Um, And maybe you didn't know that Arkansas had a guy like that. But Burks played very well. I love that he had nine catches, uh, or nine touches, I should say, targeted 11 times, seven catches uh, for 102 yards and a touchdown through a pass that was intercepted. And Arkansas didn't get any luck on the trick plays, but they're going to continue to run that, as Sam Pittman said. They'll continue to run trick plays and stuff. But to me, what Burks did just kind of Proves what we all thought—that he's a guy that can really be a difference maker for him—and you want to see him continue to get the ball more. Didn't have any wildcat stuff for him, but I think we'll probably see some more of that stuff eventually. But back to the the things that had to happen for Arkansas. Penalties was another thing—they had to get lucky in penalties, and they did in a lot of in a lot of ways. I mean, Georgia had eight penalties in the first in the first quarter, which lasted 54 minutes—a long first quarter. Eleven for the first half. Okay, Arkansas. I think they still had like seven, so, you know, Arkansas wasn't like clean penalty-wise, but it seemed like Georgia's hurt them more, so that was one area that you had to get lucky at, and Arkansas did. The other area, really, that they had to win was special teams, and that's probably the most disappointing thing with the game today, and we can talk about the offense versus the defense, and we will, but to me, special teams is a lot about yourself, you know, staying disciplined, staying in your lanes, um, you know, all those kinds of things. And Arkansas, that was the most disappointing thing because Arkansas really just got abused on special teams overall. I mean, you could see in the press box when, you know, some of the punts that would maybe outkick the coverage, you could just see the lanes opening up. They had that line drive kick, and I don't know what that was exactly, if it was intentional, but it ended up being a 43 yard return. And Kenny McIntosh had a 48 yard return also. You had a block punt on your own end, you know, when things kind of started to unravel for Arkansas. And that was just kind of like, you're like, well, it was nice. It was nice for a while, wasn't it? (laughs) But uh, that's just kind of what you get with a team like Georgia. They're just going to be very polished all the way around. I mean, really what they needed was to find a quarterback in this one, wasn't it? I mean, once they figured out things that, you know, Mathis wasn't going to be the guy for them, they made a change at quarterback. But super big props to Barry Odom in that defense and that secondary, you know, bumper Pool I thought played very well. But the secondary, Jalen Catalan just seemed like he was everywhere to me.
0: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: I thought he played a fantastic game, and I'll go back and watch the game, but just watching it, he seemed like he was everywhere. Monteric Brown had an interception. I thought he played well. Jerry Jacobs, Simeon Blair, and Joe Fouché will get back and play more. He missed some time this week, but... To me, this has a chance to be the best secondary Arkansas has had since there was guys like Kenny Hamlin and uh, Maude Carroll and Lawrence Richardson back there. And that's been a long time. But I was encouraged with what I saw from those guys. I thought the whole defense did a good job of keeping things in front of them for the most part. I think they got worn out eventually. I mean, you consider, you know, they were up 10-5 at halftime, but the the whole first half, the offense was backed up with their own goal line and couldn't move the ball. And the defense was just making play after play. The offense, the struggles there, I mean, it starts with Georgia up front. Arkansas is not going to face another defense that's any better than that. I mean, and last year they returned eight guys, 14 guys that played a lot from last year's defense, which may have been one of the elite defense in the history of college football. It literally might have been that good. Very impressive. Only gave up two rushing touchdowns last year. And it felt like when Arkansas picked up three yards running the ball in first down, that felt like a victory, didn't it? I mean, when is that ever gonna feel like a victory? Just very stout, and you have to keep it in perspective again that you know, this is a group, you know, the interior of Arkansas's offensive line, it's three, three second year players, two redshirt freshmen and a, and a sophomore and Ricky Stromberg at center. So that's a lot for them to compete with, but they're gonna get better and they're gonna get stronger. And eventually, like I said, you know, two, three years from now, they drop a game by four touchdowns. Maybe you can get upset, but to me, not quite yet. I don't think you can. Uh, Rakeem Boyd just could never... Man, it's windy out here. Rakeem Boyd could just never get going in this one. And uh, that's a big reason. It's not necessarily because of, of his running ability. It's just because you can't get much blocking up front. And, um, you know, Frank's made some plays here and there. He also put the ball in jeopardy a couple of times and, and had a couple of interceptions. And that's, you know, obviously you'd love to have a couple of those balls back. But the at same, the same time, you tra- against a team like Georgia, you got to try to make some plays. But when you press, You pay for it you know you can pay for it you can it's it's a risk it's a roll of the dice and arkansas when they're playing pretty close to the vest most of the time and you know tried to limit mistakes it worked out for them but eventually at some point you knew that they were going to have to roll the dice and try to come up with a big play here and there so again defensively i thought arkansas did about as good as you could hope for. I just think that you know they they ran out of gas there at the end, and a lot of that, you know, it's 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 every unit together, and a lot of that is just you know special teams didn't give them a whole lot of help, but the offense you know just didn't get out there. I mean, they didn't have a whole lot of third down conversions. They just just did not put together many drives, and it just wore on the defense eventually. Now, in this conference, after seeing this. Another thing with the pride that you feel, you also feel a little bit of hope, don't you? You feel like things may be better and you do feel that push of momentum with this team. Like they finally believe in Don't hit me. Like they finally believe in their coach. And we felt that all throughout camp, right? Really since Sam Pittman was hired, that hey, these guys might get behind this coaching staff, which is a really good coaching staff, although you know, at least on paper, this is a pretty solid coaching staff. You gotta be pleased with what Barry Odom saw, and I think you'll see better with Scott Fountain and with Kendall Browse. But defense is in the right spot. Offense, I think they can get I think they can get to a better place. Special teams, that's a lot of looking within. And that was really the one one area that I would say disappointed with the special teams. I can't say that I'm necessarily disappointed with the offense when I know the personnel that they had and what they were going up against. But special teams I can say that. Now the one team that Arkansas is projected to win in the ESPN-FBI was Mississippi State. They're projected to, to beat them 50.1% to 49.9%. Dude, a lot of hooligans running around out here at night. So Mississippi State beat LSU tonight, the defending national champions, in Baton Rouge with Mike Leach, like 600-something passing yards. I, I'm going to go back and watch that game, obviously, but I haven't. I just kept up with the score. There are no, no easy games in this league, people. I mean, there just, just aren't. But having said that, I do feel like at some point Arkansas is gonna get one of them. They're gonna surprise somebody, and they probably run into a situation where they get close to a game to win and one, and just don't know how to close it out yet. And it's all part of the learning process, and that's gonna be frustrating when that happens, but it it'll probably happen before they get that first win. It'll still be a step in the right direction, and eventually Arkansas is going to get there, back to respectability, back to where you feel more pride in them consistently and not just for 39 minutes, and back to where you have some hope, which I do right now. What I'm feeling right now is a sense of hope. And I kind of got that notion, again, when Pittman was hired, when you started hearing things, you know, being doing this 17 years like I have, you learn to read between the lines between players. You ask them a question, everybody's doing great. You learn to read between the lines. And I've just, I haven't heard and it's also what you don't hear. You know, some of the things I used to hear that I just kind of chalked up to sour grapes of people leaving the university. Chad's in over his head. Players don't like each other, coaches don't like you, all these kind of things that you heard. I don't hear those things now. And I haven't heard them. I and that was something that gave me that was something that made me think, okay, maybe, maybe things are headed in the right direction. But I do feel the push of momentum with this team. I feel it. It's finally back, and it's going to result in some wins. I just don't know when it's going to happen. But I feel encouraged. Sorry, I know you guys expect me to be mad and ticked off after a walk and talk, but I'm not right now. Do I wish things had gone better on special teams. I'll take what they gave us today. I'll take what they gave us, and we'll move on from there. All right, everybody, this has been the first walk and talk of the 2020 football season. I appreciate everybody making it so popular. I don't know why you guys like this so much, but everybody seems to. So we'll keep doing them. All right, everybody, tune in to Sports for all your Razorback coverage. We'll have a ton of stuff coming out this week. We have a ton of post-game stuff that you want to read as well. So signing off from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium after another loss, but a little bit of hope and a little bit of pride today, right? All right, this has been Trey Bitty with hogsports.com. I'll catch you next time.